Welcome to Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tarmody, where it's all about health optimization, anti-aging, longevity, and being the very best you can be. Brought to you by lisatarmody.com. Well, hi, everyone. Lisa Tamati here at Pushing the Limits. Fantastic to have you. And today I have Michael Antonelli to guest. And Michael is a longevity anti-aging expert. He is the founder of a company called Healthgevity. Um, we get deep into some really, really advanced molecules and ingredients that he's uh, been using in his, some of his formulations. He's a really master formulator. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I do have some of Michael's products now in the shop from Healthgevity. So if you are looking for them after listening to this podcast, um, make sure that you check those out. Um, but it's not just a, a sales pitch for Healthgevity and the in the products. It's really to teach you a little bit about some of the pathways that are involved, some of the things that you should be thinking about, um, and uh, some of the advanced molecules that are starting to be uh, utilized and what you can actually learn from them. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, if you could do me a favor, I'm doing a survey at the moment for listeners of the podcast. It's over at lisatarmity.com forward slash survey, lisatarmity.com forward slash survey. And it takes two or three minutes, gives us feedback on the podcast, what topics you like, what health issues you might be dealing with, what stuff you want to learn. It's all anonymous, but it just will take two or three minutes of your time. We really need that feedback if you don't mind doing that if um, uh, if you enjoy this sort of content and want to pay us back a little bit by giving us some feedback, that would be hugely appreciated. Um, and yeah, make sure you just head over to the shop and check out all the stuff that Michael was talking about. And if you're in Taranaki and New Plymouth, then make sure that you check out what we do in our hyperbaric oxygen clinic. Um, just about to get a new website underway. It's going to be a few weeks away for the hyperbaric side of the business, but that's really exciting. And hyperbaric is just, you know, saved my mum's life over and over again. I, I can't tell you how passionate I am about hyperbaric oxygen therapy for people. Um, you know, I really wanted to make this available to people so that they have access to this therapy, and now it is available uh, in my clinic in, in New Plymouth or just outside New Plymouth in Awakura. So reach out to us if you want to find more about that. You can reach out to my team at support, support at com. support at com. if you've got any questions, any comments on the podcast. And I'd really appreciate it if you would go over to YouTube and subscribe on YouTube as well as listening on your favourite podcast apps because we have a fabulous YouTube channel that we're putting a lot of attention to. My team are doing a really good job. So thanks very much for listening. And now over to the show with Michael Antonelli. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Pushing the Limits. This week, I have the lovely Michael Antonelli with me. Welcome to the show, Michael. Lovely to have you. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm super excited. I've been um, studying some of your supplement range, and we're going to get into it. Healthgevity, as you see in the background for those watching on video, uh, Michael is the founder of this amazing company, supplement company that's just really, well, it's more than a supplement company, really. It's doing so, so much, and we're going to dive into some of that. But you've been around, Michael, in the longevity, anti-aging space, health space for a very long time. Can you just give us a little bit of background on you personally and where you came from and, and you know, how did you get here? Uh, I would love to. So I started back in 2006 
as an entry-level functional medicine consultant uh, in the New York market for one of the leading companies in the practitioner nutraceutical channel called Metagenics. And at a very young age, I just became a sponge learning from some incredible uh, consultants who were partnering with some of the leading functional integrated medicine practices in the country at the time, but also the advisory and scientific advisory board of Metagenics uh, thought leaders like Dr. Jeffrey Bland, the wow. you know, father of functional medicine, and Dr. Mark Hyman. And mm. I take up the whole podcast if I mention all the people I would learn from and listen to. And at that, you know, back in 2006, that's when it was that aha moment where I was somewhat angry but excited where why didn't I know about this sooner? Why, you know, the the 21 years of my life prior was my doctor and the, my parents' doctor looking at blood chemistry as looking at root cause of why I was maybe feeling fatigued, right? And and seeing the role of vitamins and minerals and when we're deficient, the limitations our bodies have. And so very quickly, I saw that, you know, United States were over-prescribing the mm-hmm. world of a three to five minute consultation, what your doctor was unfortunately the norm, but not the reality for those that are thriving naturally. And so it set me off to work with some of the leading uh, disruptors in the functional medicine space, different manufacturers, um, different research companies. And I started networking with ingredient companies all over the world. And I, I just couldn't believe some of the natural ingredients out there that were the best kept secrets. And so over the time, and then you know, fast forward back to COVID and like so many soul searching about where do I see my life going? You know, I'm, I'm home more than yeah. ever now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm having young kids now and, and seeing that a lot of the health practitioner brands were, I think, underappreciating some breakthrough innovation. Peptides were really starting to emerge. So I said, and, and working with some incredible doctors, they said, Michael, the time to build this is now. While that was happening, you know, incredible researchers like David Sinclair and mm-hmm. motivational speakers like Tony Robbins, a lot of people were coming out with books and podcasts around health span lifespan, healthy aging. And it got me thinking, what does that really mean? And how do we put our bodies in the best position to age as gracefully as possible? What are, you know, at this point, I'm just getting introduced to things like the hallmarks of aging Mm -hmm. and different mechanisms and pathways in our body that are incredible, right? Then I was also reading a lot of Walter Longo's work work around mimicking and autophagy and stem cells and telomere extension. It was just my head started. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was wonderful. And so I said, you know, let's create a company that is daring to put together ingredient stacks that no one's been willing to do so far. And so that was really what started. And, And at that time, a lot of people were talking about lifespan. And really it took a step back and I said, it's really health span, right? It's not about living to 120. It's about maximizing every single day. We have the privilege and blessing to wake up alive, right? And and what does that mean? And so we started, or I started talking to ingredient companies, researchers, frontline experts, and saying, what is moving the needle the greatest in your practice? What is the research you're reading today that you're most excited about, but is not seeing it properly translated with finished formulations. I said, that's the company we, we want to be. And there's some incredible innovation all over the world that are not yet in the United States. I said, I want to be that springboard for the technology to get in the doctor's hands to use with their patients. But with that comes a big commitment, right? It's 
educating, it's updating clinical protocols, it's identifying what are those biomarkers that doctors need to establish as that baseline, and then monitor and and see, are we making the difference we think we are? So Healthgevity stands for everything I just explained and, and so much more, but we're on the front line. We're putting together formulas that put you, the listener, in the best position to thrive naturally. That is our mission. That's what we live for every single day. Yeah, I mean, when when I came across your work, and because I'm in the formulation space and and um, have a have a, a a startup here, and and just watching what you do and how you've done it is just like wow. I was just like like I've seen a lot. I've been around supplement companies a lot, and know I know sort of a lot of the latest greatest things. And I I did not know some of the stuff that you have put you know like that that we're going to get into today. Some of the molecules that are like whoa, never heard of that before. And I've been around the block a few times. Where the heck were this? Where were these hiding under a rock somewhere, you know? And um, and and the way that you, like the passion, I mean, I've, I've felt, the, you know, from the very first meeting that, you know, you're, you're passionate about helping people and um, frustrated that it's not getting out there and getting getting things, you know, into people's hands. And this is um, you know, been fabulous that you've been able to to put some things together, and so I wanted to do a little bit of a dive now into uh, a few of the the molecules and some of the incredible ingredients that you've managed to put together. Because I mean, you have had the luck of of being around all of these great giants that I want to say, like Mark Hyman and you know, Co. That have actually you you, know, you get to to learn from the best in the world. I'm totally jealous. Living in New New Zealand has some wonderful advantages and some <laughs> big disadvantages when it comes to this sort of stuff. So, um, where where do you think we should start? Because I think you know, there's a um, let's start with um, I think the longevity. We've got a, a product called Longevity. So for those listening on the the podcast, I'm I'm holding up a bottle, one of the the supplements that Michael makes called Longevity, which is an advanced muscle support anabolic peptide complex. And this has got something called Pepti Strong in it. And when I read about Pepti Strong, I'm like, wow. So, you know, do we, do we want to start there? Tell me a little bit about Pepti Strong and longevity and, and, and what that's all about. Yeah, it, it's a great place to start for so many reasons, right? I, I think, you know, we have the ability to really hone in on what the biggest need is right now for healthcare and what our doctors and healthcare providers are seeing in their practice. And, and it ties into why we call this formula longevity. Uh, to us, one of the biggest and easiest things in that medical visit, right, that three to six, sometimes maybe 10 minutes if you're lucky, yeah. is muscle health. And what do you have? What don't you have? Are you losing it? How fast are you losing it? And so we support that doctor-patient connection and relationships. So by calling this formula longevity already, we wanted the patient to understand that muscle is the biggest indicator of how well you're aging. And so fast forward into what the target is. So what we do is we identify what is the target at hand? What do we want to help with? And then what are the ingredients we feel are going to make the biggest difference in the body as fast as possible and then last as long as possible? So for muscle health, there was an incredible company that I started reading about two years ago out of Ireland called Noritas. Mm -hmm. And this is really fueling what everyone's reading and hearing about, right? AI is taking over. Yeah, and cool. I've been on the peptide bandwagon for a long time. And what's the biggest thing everyone talks about peptides? They're not orally bioavailable. Exactly. You got to reject I, the damn things usually, you know? 
And that's what put us into this mission to identify on a global setting peptides that are not only orally bioavailable, but we have human data to show that they are doing what it's intended to do. And so fast forward to this company I started reading about more on the business journal side. It was a company that was emerging, raising incredible money. They've developed the first artificial intelligence software analyzing peptides naturally occurring in nature. And so I started reading a little bit deeper. And this group, Noritas, with what they're able to do and catalog, they've now cataloged to date, while this is airing, over 6.6 million peptides naturally occurring in, 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 in our world. Wow. And so through this AI algorithm, they're able to do pharmaceutical-like research models, predictive outliers. So for this case, muscle protein synthesis. Is there a better opportunity to help our muscles um, health-wise repair, regenerate? better than what's the gold standard, milk-based peptides. And so the AI algorithm identified three different peptides that were naturally occurring, and then they started doing the in vitro uh, models and saw that they were sitting on something pretty special. Now, we rolled the dice early on this, and luckily, as of today, there's two human published studies on PeptiStrong. This is uh, peptides naturally occurring, believe it or not, in the fava bean. And that's not to say if we eat fava beans in a large amount that we're getting this. This is uh, blown up and, and increased dramatically to get the good things paired out and then put into this. And so taking that step back, the, identi- the, uh, the goal here was how do we support our muscle health? How do we repair and regenerate muscle? And in a workout situation, how do we get more reps? And then in between workouts, how do we work out longer? And so the big net we cast here is how do we support those suffering from sarcopenia? How do we support those from immune-related muscle wasting and muscle loss? And then two big ones here now, GLP-1 muscle issues, Mm -hmm. also statin-induced muscle issues. So this was the net we casted um, with our advisors and saying, well, where do we go from here? So PeptiStrong checked so many boxes here. And so what we saw was the in, in the workout situation, like leg extensions, r- repair recovery mechanisms were through the roof, um, slow versus fast twitch muscle fibers, um, but also inflammation induced from exercise was also better mediated mm-hmm. using PeptiStrong. And like I said, that's now been validated okay. in, yeah. in two human studies. So all these people saying injectable or or it's bust in the peptide world we we now have multiple solutions this being one of them but in addition it's we went and continue the journey we said okay well what complements pepti strong that we can build and and enhance its impact so you're going to see two genocides in here rb1 and rg1 and this is incredible it's not it's another one of our big partnerships you're going to see this in a lot of our formulations but the RG1 is reducing and has been shown to reduce senescent cell burden in our muscles. So one of the things is as we age, we're accumulating a lot of these things that yeah. people refer to as zombie cells. But they're specifically also in our muscles preventing and, and inhibiting some of those gains that we deserve or we're working for. And so the RG1, in addition to reducing the senescent cell burden, it's increasing exercise performance. It's speeding up muscle fatigue recovery and last but not least, muscle regeneration. Then we look at the RB1 in here, and, and this is a big thing you're going to see as, a, as, I think, a trend that's only blowing up more 
is the role of the microbiome, not only with longevity and aging, but the gut muscle connection is real. Um, and the RB1 is very nourishing there to help not only improve absorption and utilization of peptides, but to reduce that intestinal cell wall inflammation that many of us are suffering from. So when we look at the PeptiStrong and the two other collaborators in this, this formulation, and, and now we have a great degree of confidence because what we've seen in the real world with our frontline providers and incredible people giving us feedback is that the research is translating into the real world. And this is only continuing to help more wow. people, both short and long term in their protocols and in their journey. Wow. And this is something like, you know, like when you when you look at um, sarcopenia and muscle wasting, people I, I don't think realize like after the age of 40, we start to lose between one and two percent of our muscle mass every year. So by the age of 65, you know, we've lost 25 percent of our muscle mass. And that's metabolically active tissue that we've lost. And so then all the problems with metabolic health and so on and so forth, not to mention, you know, osteoporosis and uh, and co, all the risk factors that come with that. And as we get less muscle, we we want to lose, you know, we want to move less. And then there's the aging part of that equation that you just said, that the muscles are actually aging and not actually functioning properly, and we've got senescent cells. So for those listening who don't know what senescent cells are, they are cells that are uh, they're in cell cycle arrest. They're no longer replicating themselves, but they are spewing out, for the want of a better term, um, inflammatory cytokines and chemokines and things into the environment, which actually infects other cells and is is, is very deleterious to the, to the health of the individual. And so, senolytics, which we'll get into a little bit later as well, um, are are an important sort of piece of this puzzle. And when I looked at Neurotas and um, their AI sort of platform, the 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 speed at which they're able to uh, test all these molecules just means that we're we're going to be going head and leaps and bounds. Do, do they? Does this Pepti Strong and other stuff that they're doing? Is it all that sort of nanotechnology? Because with the peptides, you know, like a lot of the peptides are too large; they're not orally available, and that's why we have to do subcutaneous injections with most of the peptides. Um, why are these ones bioavailable orally? which makes it a heck of a lot more accessible for, for everybody to get. Yeah, you know, and this is one of the things that is very early on in their checkoff box, right, is identifying in nature peptides that are going to be orally bioavailable to make a difference. So that this is something that they found, and it could be just something that's when it's mimicking nature, It's these are small chain amino acids. We're, we're not looking at these these large you know, chains that the body needs to be uh, faced with an injectable as a, as a delivery. And so being that these are three different strings of different amino acids together, that helped improve the absorption, but then seeing it translate. And they actually looked at larger amounts at once. And in some of the studies, over 20 grams of the peptide versus the 2.4. And what they saw was that the 2.4 gram delivery of these combinations was the sweet spot um, in, in, in the humans, right? So forget about the animal models. For us, that was the dosing that seemed to check the most boxes, which made it a lot easier for us in yeah. a capsule form yeah. to get this in. Yeah, because if you got it, you know, 20 grams, you know, how are you going to get that in except in a big scoop of powder sort of thing? So you have to make it sort of um, practical. And, and so being, you know, like um, one question I did have around the Pepti Strong. So this, is this an mTOR activator? You know, like, is, you know, the whole mTOR AMPK kinase switch, and most of us are trying to turn the AMPK on a lot more. Is this turning on mTOR 
do you need to be considerate of this if you're trying to activate AMPK? Is this going to, you know, like if you're fasting, do you take longevity is probably the question I'm asking. Like if you're in a fasted state and you're trying to get autophagy and trying to, you know, activate AMP kinase, would you take longevity or would you wait till you work out? Yeah, the, these are great questions and, uh, you know, questions that we had early on in, in the discovery uh, and, and exploration part of this. So with PeptiStrong, what's really unique here is that, and, and with so many peptides, they're activators, they're signalers in the body. So if the goal is to increase mTOR, you're most likely working out more to help the body naturally activate and increase in those cases, it's been shown to help support the modulation. So think of PeptiStrong as more adaptogenic. Mm -hmm. So in those cases, it is going to help. But if the case is metabolic support or fasting mimicking extension, then yes, you can take this on an empty stomach and wow. it will help signal that network. And so that's the beauty of this formula is giving you the flexibility to regardless of where you are on your journey. And that may change uh, month to month, even day to day of where you're going you could use this and change its use. So for me personally, I actually take this before bed fasted, where when my body's entering deep sleep, it's having the right nutrients in my body to hit on repair and regeneration, right? But that's my particular goal at this point. Um, and, and so hopefully that answers what you're looking for. Yeah, do, on does it, of me. Does it um, make any sense to do it in and around your workout, if it's um, going to help, you know, the muscle protein synthesis, would you know, would it would it make sense perhaps to do it straight after or straight before your workout, or not quite sure? Yes, yeah, and, and and there's plenty that are doing that too. Um, so what we've seen is some really nice feedback because it's a it's a four capsule serving. So some people are doing two pre workout, mm -hmm. two post workout. So by the time it's actually getting broken down. It's fueling the muscle and then there's additional. Some just go for post-workout. So, and this is very common with a lot of our formulas, dosing flexibility, depending on what your personal health goal is at the moment, you have that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the, the, this is great for, this is going to be great for athletes who are wanting better performance, better, better muscle, but also for the older population who are dealing, you know, like my mum with who's, you know, been dealing with a, a E. coli infection the last month, lost four kilos of muscle mass, which is massive at her size and her age and at the stage in life. That that to me is dangerous, right? That it's dangerous muscle loss. So I'm very keen, you know, for her to be on the Pepti Strong and to be on longevity so that she can actually start to rebuild that muscle mass. And, and we use things like creatine and, and things like that as well to, to support that process. But this is absolutely crucial for um, the, the older population. And I think, you know, from the age of 40, as I said, this is where this sort of stuff is, is really needs to be in your mind. You're sort of in your 20s, you've got enough of your own um, anabolic sort of uh, hormones and peptides and things going around that you, you're making your own muscle. But I mean, I, I've, I've noticed it myself. And I think this is another um, sort of a sidetrack. But when, you, when you're when you under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, which which I am, um, and you're in the state of, of heightened, you know, sympathetic drive all the time, would that would, and you're in a catabolic state, therefore, because your cortisol is very high, would it help? I'm just wondering whether it would be supportive, and I don't know whether it is or not, but be supportive of the adrenal system, the HPA axis as well. 
Yeah, and, and what we're finding that it is, right, I, we feel that this formula here is a foundational formula that you can build off of depending on your other health goals. So, right, mm. if you are looking at cortisol and, and stress or adaptogens, right, there may be additional things to add into it. Yep. But everything is, you know, if, if you don't have skeletal health, right, if, if your foundation is, you know, is and your house is is cracked, everything else isn't going to be as effective. And so we are actually working with Noritas on deepening um, the AI discovery on cortisol and sleep. And that's, that's probably another story for another time, but, but absolutely. I think this definitely could help um, be part of a, a bigger protocol. Yeah. It's part of that adrenal sort of, re, you know, rebuilding of the system, so to speak. So that's, that's a really exciting one. And the genus, genus eh, how do you say that? The estrogen is another one, the astralagus and the, the panics, not ginseng. So those are those two that you mentioned before. Um, yes. And the Sen Active, which is another uh, trademarked uh, Panic Nort Ginseng and Rosa Rosbergi. I don't know if that's a, if I said that right, but <laughs> those yeah, are those two genocides one. that you were talking yes. about. Ginsenocides. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we have an incredible partnership with, with a pharmaceutical like extraction process to get these yields. And so mm-hmm. it's very rare to find anything with RG1 naturally occurring in it or for the most part, a measurable form, and the same with the RB1. So this also helps the resolution phase of inflammation. So when we think about post-exercise recovery, or we're helping the body respond when we're activating muscle protein synthesis, like PeptiStrong is doing so well, these are in the background, that supportive role to help help increase bioavailability utilization of the PeptiStrong, but then also help you know dampen the elevation of inflammation post-exercise, um, and then also reduce the accumulation of senescent cells. Oh, so brilliant. That, I mean, as someone who's just been to the gym too much this week and got a lot of DOMS, <laughs> this could be really beneficial, you know, delayed onset muscle soreness for those who don't know what I mean. Um, you know, being able to recover quicker so that you can perform more. So I think this has got real benefit for for both all the athletes out there listening, and, which I've got a you know a fair a fair amount of um, athletes listening, having an ultra marathon background, um, as well as for 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 people over the age of forty, basically who want to have you know maintain their muscle mass, maintain their youth and their strength. Now let's go on to the next one. Um, this one I thought was next level too. Um, the cardio NAD plus, um, and this is a cardio advanced cardio metabolic support product that you've brought out um, with again some some unique things. The NAD NAD three. Should we start there with the wasabi japonica and the uh, theocrine and the copper nicotinic acid? A lot of people know about NAD and, you know, NMN. I've been selling NMN for a couple of years now, and it's been hugely popular, um, the NAD precursors and the energy. And there's some ups and there's some downsides, you know, of the NAD story, as as we're finding out now and, and studying things deeper. Um, but tell me a little bit about this. Now, it goes after the Stopping the depletion of NAD, which was like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm all over that. You know, that that's important piece of the puzzle, not just boosting uh, NAD levels. 
Just interrupting the show to let you know about our patron community here and the podcast at Pushing the Limits. We've been going for eight years and we really need your support to keep the show on air and free to everybody so that everyone gets this fantastic information uh, from all these great doctors, scientists, athletes, business people from all around the world. So we would love you to come and join us. You get a lot of exclusive member benefits when you do, but really it's about supporting the show and keeping it on air. And for a coffee or two a month, that would be fantastic if you can come and join us. You can go to patron.lisatarmity.com. That's patron.lisatarmity.com and check it all out. Can you tell me a little bit about the NAD3? Absolutely. Yeah. And this is hats off to our advisory team. At the time, uh, the late great Hector, Dr. Hector Lopez was pivotal in, in formulating this. And he's one of the IP holders of NAD3 and, and, and other ingredients that, that we've used. Um, he's an advisor to Tony Robbins and what, wrote the, the chapter on peptides and nutraceuticals in Tony Robbins' Life Force book. So we, we had a sneak peek on NAD3 before it was mentioned in that publication, before it now has two human clinical studies done on it and is also mentioned in, in Dr. Mark Hyman's latest book. So you hit right on the, on the, this was the craze of NR versus NMN and, and a mm. lot of, you know, consumers and even doctors and researchers were, Forgetting the addressing of the depletion of the, the NAD pools. Yeah. So the great thing about NAD3 is that it plays offense and defense in the cell. I love that. As it relates to NAD. So it's fixing why we're depleted, but also helping the body naturally raise its levels of NAD. And so it is a game changer. To me, it's the secret sauce in this particular formula. So it's tur- it's turbocharging the enzymes that are responsible for raising our NAD levels. Um, and so, uh, yeah, for here, when we look at cardio, so this is really, in my view, one of the only formulas addressing vascular aging and NAD decline and, and how they're so parallel in nature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you haven't got good arteries, you haven't got a good anything, you're not going to be around that long, you know. <laughs> and as someone I was, you know, because I studied genetics and um, I, there's a gene called the 9P21 gene. And this this sort of talks about the, the quality of the lining of the blood vessels. And I've got the worst variety possible. I've had two parents with aneurysms and strokes. And, um, and so for me, anything that's going to support the blood vessel health is absolutely interesting, you know. And I think that's so anything that's going to support that cardiovascular. And that's, you know, obviously I'm an athlete and that is also a problem because when you're doing ultra marathons and when you're under a lot of stress and you've got more arterial stiffness because you've got high adrenaline levels, you, you've got a lot of inflammation from training too hard. And I think a lot of athletes don't understand that correlation. Um, then something to support your cardiovascular and your blood vessel health is really important. So the, the as far as the NAD uh, stopping the depletion, is that the CD38? Is that... Um, epigenin that's being uh, used there or, or or another compound? No, no, it's actually the actual uh, trio of NAD3 is supporting the, tr- um, the, the CD38. Yeah. Uh, but it also we saw in the early on work, the, the clinical models, that this had potential to impact every hallmark of aging with NAD3. They started digging deeper on sirtuins and CD38 and actual NAD decline and now then went into the two human studies, which are now published, and, and saw that is it is helping specifically in a cardiometabolic world where we're seeing elevated lipids, hypertension present, circulation issues. And, you know, uh, 
this kind of brings a bigger conversation that we were identifying when launching this formula, which was leaky vessels. And yeah. so I think if it's not a household name yet, one thing to keep on your radar is the endothelioglycocalyx. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> definitely right? on my radar. Natric, natric oxide yeah. uh, dysfunction, yeah. um, you know, blood flow, and looking at you know peptides that help, look at nutrients that help like bergamot, fibrinogen levels, uh, things that could help like nanokinase. And so again, with a lot of our formulas, we're casting this wide net in the body to support dysfunction that's responsible for multiple pathways. And this formula, like I said, is is one of them, the NAD3 with the pairings. And there's a lot of uh, behind the scenes things happening with emerging research that we have underway with the 2.0 formula that uh, wow. we'll, we'll get to at, at another time. But <laughs> there are just m- major things happening in this world because it's still if not you know, the leading cause of death, right? So why yeah. is heart failing us? What is happening? Um, and and you know, how do we help? And so there, there's a lot happening in this world and it's it's not a one target. It's not one ingredient. It's a lot of incredible ingredients at the right dosing, teaming up together to make a, a dramatic difference and in our best. When you, when you stack lots of things together, often, you know, when I look through other companies formulations and I'm going, well, yeah, you put that on the label to say you've got it on the label. There's no, there's no therapeutic. Um, it's not, it's not high enough dosing to be a therapeutic um, use in, in that formulation. It's just there to have on the label basically. Um, and that doesn't seem to be the case with your stuff. It seems to be that yours is a therapeutic, you know, like with the Pepti Strong, the 2.4 was something that you went after specifically because you knew that was the therapeutic dose. Is that the same with the NAD3 um, and all the other aspects that are in this this whole formulation, you know? That is an approach every formula has. So again, when, when we're targeting and supporting healthcare professionals, we need dosing in every serving that is matching the publications that we're citing. Yeah. And so, and here, this is why it's an odd amount, but 312 milligrams is the study dose of NAD3. Gotcha. But you can look at any one of our bottles. You will, one thing you could, you could say a lot of things about longevity, but window dressing, proprietary blends is not too. Not, we, we are anti any of that. Yeah. And so brilliant. we're always leading with the right dosing. And that that's um, yeah, I think that that's part of think, why we're getting momentum. Yeah, and because I, I think this is a, a problem that you know people take these formulations with a thousand fancy ingredients in it, and it does nothing because they're all like minuscule amounts. So people are being um, having a false sense of security because they're thinking they're getting all those things, and, and sometimes it's less is more. You know, approaches to having like from a formulations perspective, you know, we're, we're having discussions around some of the stuff that we're doing around the immune system you know, like actually pairing it back and actually having bigger doses and going after the, you know, and, it, and it's a really tough thing as a formulator, isn't it, to try to to get this right balance of things. And, um, you know, that, that you, what you've done here is pretty pretty phenomenal, not to mention that these are really cutting-edge stuff. But the going back to the NAD story, you know, like there's um, the NMT pathway, which is a little problematic with the um, NMN story and the NR story uh, in certain, if you've got too much senescent cell burden and you get too much, oh, which way around is it? I'll probably butcher it now, but the too much of the, NM, you know, the salvage pathway and the NMN, uh, the NAD 
process. I'm really butchering it now, but um, <laughs> it's there's problems with it. We don't want to push too hard on some of these pathways, and we do want to support them. The methylation, for example. Um, so, uh, you know, like things like TMG or methylation support that can go along with these NAD precursors is something that we've looked at. Um, and, and, and stopping that depletion, I think, is, is is really sort of a key factor here that you've really thought about. And then you've got something like tetrahydrocurcumin. Now, everybody knows curcumin, you know, from turmeric, um, but this is a particularly bioavailable type and there's different types. Can you talk about that one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you hit on it too, just to, to, to piggyback on what you were saying. So trying some to. of the negative drawback with NMN is, is the methyl doning issue. Um, and yes, trimethylglycine, uh, dimethylglycine are incredible. We were one of the first companies, I want to say globally, um, in a formula, what we call prime time that had the, uh, NMN in it. We paired it with trimethylglycine to start supporting that education on. Yeah. And it's great. NR is great, but you you gotta support gotta the methyl- methylation. Body, the methylation is so critical, and that's where you started to see some some potential issues if if it was getting ignored. So sorry to get no no. A, thank a, you, thank you for um, clarifying the science and saying it better than I did. <laughs> I was trying to get uh, it out there. It, it was no. I was so excited to hear you even mention some of those ingredients that people should be looking for. Again, it's yeah. empowering listeners to just know what to look for, how to look for it, ask the right questions. And that you have options, right? I think that's that's always the, the the big takeaway. So getting to tetrahydrocurcumin, you know, we're always out there looking for some big things. The first being bioavailability paired with therapeutic dosing. And, you know, we, we're always looking at that because I think, yeah, people take things, they give the company, the brand, a lot of the credit, like, oh, I'm, look at what I'm doing. They, you know, they, they, they show mm. experts like you. They go to their doctor like, oh, I'm already on this fish oil. And then they actually look at what the actives are. And see that you're not getting access to any of the clinical claims because it's underdosed. Mm. Um, and so tetrahydrocurcumin is is a really unique form. It's what curcumin turns into. So you're getting the actives. And we were, I want to say, the first company in the United States that had tetrahydrocurcumin paired with even regular bioavailable curcumin because they hit on different pathways. Mm-hmm. The tetrahydrocurcumin actually in the literature shows better impact on pathways associated with cardiometabolic dysfunction than any of the leading curcumins. So we felt like this form at this dose put the body in the best position. So when we think about vascular inflammation and the pathways associated with that, what's contributing to hypertension and lipid issues and circulation issues. And this was a form that just kept coming up and coming up in the literature and felt like it was a really nice supportive agent into the bigger role of this formula. And so that's why it was handpicked yeah. in this case. And that, that's brilliant. And the other one was NSKSD, so natokinase. And, yes. um, you know, anecdotally, I'll tell you a story about natokinase. So <laughs> it's very effective. Um, I had, when, uh, about two and a half months ago, mum had a, what looked like a TIA, a mini stroke. So, so, um, and we thought that her, um, her clotting risk was up, right? Her fibrinogen level was up, clotting risk up. And so she, we put her on some natokinase as opposed to aspirin, which is what uh, her doctor team at the hospital wanted aspirin. I went back to my longevity doctor team and said, you know, um, 
<laughs> no, and we went Nato kinase. So effective, though, that next month when she had uh, another problem, um, <clears throat> so she had a GI bleeding problem, and then her fibrinogen levels had declined to a level where she was actually bleeding a bit, a bit too much. So this is one of the problems as you're getting older. You, you, your, your vessels are starting to leak from one end or the other <laughs> or clot. And so you've got to get this right balance right. Um, and um, so we we had to back off the, the natokinase, but I, I was doing, we were doing quite higher uh, dosages. So the effectiveness of this is is one to one. And aspirin would have done the same, by the way. It's not like we did something dangerous. She, we were dealing with a clot at this point. We were dealing with a bleed at this end. So we were sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But the effectiveness of the natokinase was extraordinary, you know, um, and the ability for it to d- dissolve clots and you know help with the the viscosity of the blood is is really really powerful. So yeah, just a a funny little what well, wasn't funny at the time, but an anecdote from natokinase. Yeah, the, yeah, the literature we were really impressed with what the publications were pointing to at nanokinase. And with that, in addition to elevation of fibrinogen levels, which a lot of our doctors routinely are checking with their patients, mm. there was some data showing its potential with spike protein. Yeah. And so what we were seeing uh, with long haulers is that some of the doctors returning to um, repairing damage to the vascular system. And so this formula, again, looking at NAD depletion, uh, all the other things we've already discussed, this formula was supporting um, it it just made a lot of sense to include uh, as another really beneficial yeah. uh, starting player in, the, in this in this formula, and, and be quite interesting in that whole long haul COVID scenario. Really, you know, with a lot of the um, things that was you know that are coming through the clinic doors at the moment, uh, you know, problems with heart, um, you know, myocarditis and all that sort of thing, and clotting and mini clots and all sorts of things. So yeah, definitely part of the protocols that I've seen on for long haul. COVID. Um, and then you've got a meal peptide, which is a lactotripeptide. Um, and this one came from the production of a drink, a calpris cal- drink, or what it was called. Yeah. For fermented milk, it was a byproduct. Uh, one of our partners uh, that are producing this, the lactotripeptides, uh, was really incredible. You know, we always look back at things like the blue zones and, and mm. you know, pockets in the world that seem to, to do better age better, less chronic disease. And this population uh, had less heart disease, had, you know, hypertension prescriptions were were far less utilized than than in the U.S. So that's what started uh, researchers down the road to look at what's happening here and looking at improving vascular endothelial function. And these tripeptides, you know, small chains, orally bioavailable, multiple human studies, um, check the box here. And, and again, part of our undertone of our company is looking at things like peptides um, that can complement and enhance any of our formulas. And so that was uh, was a, a really welcomed addition to the formula, uh, looking at how we're, you know, casting the net in the body. Wow. And, and there's so much in the actual, in the... Um... The milk peptides are actually quite a fascinating space. We're working with something which I'll put on your radar, um, immune defense protein. Um, and this is a, another one of the bioactives of, of, a, of a way, and we're using it in one of our formulations that we're putting together at the moment. And again, it, it, yeah, there's again, these peptides just keep coming up in different variations and different forms, but some really exciting things that these peptides to do. And of course, I'm really into peptides as an injectables as well as bioregulators and and how they 
function in the body. Um, so there's just some really exciting stuff happening in this space that I think, you know, is going to be interesting as we move forward. And, and being able to fractionate these things out, it's not like you you have a glass of milk and you're going to get the benefits from it, or you have a fava bean and you're going to get Pepti Strong out of it. Um, and these are these are highly, highly, how would you say it, Michael, um, refined and processed out so that you actually get the benefit of it. Yeah, and then mega dose, right, to actually provide the desired yeah. impact. And yeah. so that's why you always have people saying, well, can I get this from food? You know, I eat a really clean diet. Yeah, no. Do I really need these? And and the answer is is yes, you still need to bring these into, into your regimen, even short term, right? Let these do the heavy lifting and then reassess. You know, I mean, that, and, and so absolutely peptides. We're also tracking very heavily on bioactive proteins. There's some incredible technology amongst us right now or coming soon that it's uh, it, it makes our job fun. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? It's just really fascinating, all this stuff. And you sort of don't know which way to turn first half the time. <laughs> now, let's go to the next one, which is rejuvenate, rejuvenate. Um, and this is basically an advanced cellular senescence support. So senolytics, can you explain briefly again, you know, zombie cells and senescent cells and what they are and what this formula does? Yeah, yeah. So we'd love to. So, you know, a senolytic cell is a cell that the uh, loses its function and doesn't apoptose. So it stays in this zombie-like status in our bodies um, and actually affects anything around it. And so if you ever heard someone you're growing up, you are who you hang out with. Well, if you're around a senescent cell, you're you're kind of getting some of this. And it's just going to be driving, a zombie. <laughs> you're driving low-grade inflammation, this unresolved inflammation that's in the backbone of driving chronic disease behind so much of what people are experiencing, why people are aging faster than others, for example. And so this is an area within the literature that seems to be exploding, yeah. um, especially on drug development. And, uh, you know, I think mm. you're seeing a lot, or you're going to be seeing a lot of, a lot of companies out there claiming senescent cells, right? I mean, that they're improving what's happening. Cause it's not saying you want to wipe everything out. You want no. to ease the burden and in some cases repair and rejuvenate back to a functioning cell as well. So, I think what we did here, because we felt like in the U.S. channel, um, in the U.S. market, especially in the health practitioner brands, that some of the companies out here that were claiming senescent supportive formulas weren't mimicking the literature. So what we did is we looked at and we worked we worked with some incredible experts, especially those doctors that are teaching this subject, and said, what what can we do that no one's done yet? And so the the key here is – uh, ingredient identification with proper dosing. And so what you're going to see here is fisetin as a major driver at one gram a serving. Wow. Mm -hmm. Most other companies that are bringing fisetin to the market, if you're lucky, you're at 100 milligrams, mm -hmm. this slow drip. What we also felt is that senescence should be this hammer, heavy dose, and then let the body repair and do something with it. And and what we, we saw this with the, the landmark publication, Distatinib and Corsetin, short-term and senescent clearing. And so what we did is we took one gram of fisetin, we did Corsetin phytosome, and this is the form of Corsetin that is being studied and have been studied at the Mayo Clinic for senescent cells. So we, we you know, there's a lot of different forms out there. We picked 
what is actually used in, in the clinical trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, two forms of curcumin that we kind of hit on earlier. So a well-absorbed curcumin with the tetrahydrocurcumin together, hitting on multiple angles and pathways. Luteolin apigenin. So again, you were talking about before about the CD38 and so forth. You're going to see two other ingredients we discussed, the RB1 and the RG1 that was in the longevity formula back in here, and spermidine. Oh, so spermidine here at a really nice dose to also clean up cell dysfunction, induce autophagy. And so the beauty here is that we have 12 servings of this matrix for you to use as often as you want. So ideally, when we designed this, this was a once a week for 12 weeks senescent cell modification program. What we've learned from some of our frontline providers and medical practices is that they're doing two days on, two days off, two days on, two days off. And what they're telling me is that this has been the missing link in their immune dysfunction protocols. And so Sometimes we don't know what we don't know, right? We can only translate literature so much Mm. and it gets into that successful practices hands and the doctors are looking at blood chemistry and other specialty tests as that baseline, also getting patient feedback and then retesting some of these markers. What we're seeing as some of the largest and most successful functional integrated practices is that they are now believers that senescent cell burden is a major driver and indicator of why there's a patient population that seems to routinely get sick, get better, get sick again. Um, they quite don't understand the true mechanisms of action, but as part of their protocols, they are seeing this make a tremendous different difference and impact for those that are needing it. Yeah, and for those who, you know, like the famous rapamycin, you know, like the, the weekly dosing, you know, that's what I've been on. I've had mum that on, on a weekly dosing schedule of rapamycin because you want it, you do want some senescent cells in the cell for the signaling and whatever else it, it does positively. You don't want to wipe them out completely. So that's why not the daily, doing it daily sort of thing, but hitting it hard, getting rid of some of those senescent cells so you get that. Uh, clean up of the system without the immune suppression, which can come with when you wipe out too much of the, um, you know, having too much senolytic, uh, uh, getting rid of too many senescent uh, cells. Um, so, so two days on, two days off seems to be the uh, the sweet spot that the doctors and what you're finding clinically for the Rejuvenate product. And- yes. Well, and again, obviously that's under medical supervision, right? So I think if, yeah. if you're just, the average person wanted to do uh, some sort of cleanup, you know, that once a week could be a better fit for you. And it's not something that you need to stay on long-term. There's plenty of people that are doing this on an annual basis. So think of like metabolic detoxification, but for senescent cells. So you could do it once or twice a year. Um, Aminosenescence is another emerging area, right? That this is also supporting. You could tap into thymic peptides, things like thymosin beta-4, 1 through 4 frag, a bioregulator thymogen, or some other things you can look at building off helping the body, um, you know, uh, rejuvenate the immune system. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm interested, I was listening to yesterday, was it Ken Holtorf? Um, and and some of the uh, the thymosin alpha-1, which has been difficult now to get, right? And the thymosin beta-4, and, and well, it's difficult to get any of them here, to be honest, in New Zealand. Good luck. Um, yeah. You know, if we can buy and buy available op- options for us to support that senescent cell or for, for the thymic, for the thymus to support that sort of thymic um, function, 
because the immune system is at the basis of all aging. You know, like what we're doing in our with our couple of our formulations is we are going after immune system because the immune system immunosenescence is at the core of it hits all the hallmarks of aging. Basically, if you don't have that immune system resilience then you're not going to be able to build on that a strong foundation and have all these other sort of aspects. And, you know, having dealt with mum and her very fragile immune system after cancer and after, you know, all the things that she's been through, she is more prone to catching E. coli from, you know, if we ate at the same cafe, I didn't get it, she got it, you know. And that's the problem when you're getting older is that you're prone to all of these things. And so we have to find ingredients and, and and molecules that can actually give you back the the immune system of a younger person. With mum recently, we've been using a couple of molecules, which I won't talk about now because we're in the middle of formulating, but um, phenomenal. First time in three years I've seen a lymphocyte count go up, you know, um, and th- that was impossible. I haven't been able to move the needle <laughs> on her lymphocyte count, which has been extremely low after after having cancer and so on, you know, and that was in the middle of the E. coli. And so I'm quite excited. So really understanding these sorts of things. And, and, and for the lay person listening, who's listening to us going, what the hell are these guys talking about? Um, there's just some basic uh, principles that if you listen repeatedly enough to enough podcasts and doctors and scientists, you start to get some some key factors. And senolytic cells and senescence is one of those sort of things that you need to get your head around so that you understand that. The AMPK and the mTOR pathways are two other ones that we talked about previously that I really encourage people. These are key concepts to be able to grasp so that you can start to use and manipulate your body so that you have a longer health span and lifespan. You know, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, senescent cells, it's again, it's blowing up in literature, literally. I mean, more and more publications every day, but it's also one of the hallmarks of aging for mm-hmm. that very reason. So, and I, I think one of the take homes is how these are all interconnected. And so a lot of our formulas are meant to be pulsed. So you're hitting on different hallmarks, you're rejuvenating and repairing your body um, pathway by pathway. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And the the other one that I wanted to talk about today, you know, you've got a, a much more, a bigger range, but these are the ones that we've got down here in, in my shop now from you guys. Um, so these are the ones that you can try. So we'll focus on that. And I think we need a part two and a part three and a part four, please, Michael. So, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to have to get on the lecture circuit here and uh, do some more with me. And I'm, you know, I think, you know, the way that you explain things is just so clear and so good because this is pretty complex stuff and it's, you know, it's not easy to, in your depth of knowledge, you're obviously deep, deep in it. So, Really love to have you back on. Um, the fourth product is Ignite. Um, I was super excited when I heard looked at this one as well because so, so many people are dealing with obesity and weight problems and, and things like that. So this is a metabolic optimizer. And when we think about I think it's something like 85%, this is the American stats because, you know, Americans run the world really in this space. <laughs> um of the people have metabolic dysfunction, you know, or dysregulation. Uh, That means they're broken metabolically, um, which means they've got more of a risk of prediabetes and diabetes and all that sort of thing, which is a gateway to hell, 
I like to put it, the gateway to hell, all aging diseases, cancers, Alzheimer's, you know, uh, heart disease, everything. Just interrupting the show to let you know about my longevity and anti-aging supplement range. I'd love you to go and check it out. Go to my website, lisatarmity.com and hit the shop button and you'll see a curated range of supplements, the latest in anti-aging, longevity, health optimization, performance optimization. I've gone out into the world, interviewed the most amazing doctors and scientists, as you'll know if you follow the show, and gone and got some of the best products that are out there. Stuff that that I give to my family, that's what's in my range. So go and check it out at lisatamati.com. So getting your metabolic health right, getting your weight in order, getting your, your, your cells operating correctly is really important. So this Ignite has, again, a list of ingredients that are just off the charts interesting. So DNF10, the satiety peptide. Let's start with that one. And this is from a Saccharomyces cerevisiae, did I say that right? Which is one of the um, probiotics, um, as I understand it, um, helps with satiety and helps people stop feeling hungry. Tell us about that one. That that's right. So you know, in looking at what we feel is a pivotal formula, not only for our formula, not for our whole portfolio, but for everything we stand for, metabolic dysfunction. You hit it. The statistic: eighty-five percent. And so looking at ingredients that could make the biggest impact while addressing what we feel is every pathway possible for the dysfunction, this is one of my favorite formulas. And I think mm-hmm. once we talk to your listeners about what's in it, yeah, why chasing me for it? <laughs> and there, there's seven trademarked ingredients, all with human studies behind it, at the right doses, teaming up together to make you know, what we feel is is a tremendous change in glucose, insulin, you know, and so forth. But we'll, we'll get, we'll start with the DNF-10. So, you know, peptides are hot. We're always looking for what are those peptides that are orally bioavailable with human studies, right? Those were what we talked earlier in the, in the show, the checkoff box. DNF-10 is through uh, a partnership we have in, in uh, our partners are in France. There's Two human studies that we really like. There's more studies published on DNF-10, but we really saw at the dose we have at 500 milligrams over eight weeks, the average person consumed 600 less calories. Wow. 600 less calories just with that ingredient. Well, just naturally, like they don't want to eat it. Like they just haven't got that craving. They're not overeating, right? So what we saw... This the effects start week one, but again, this was after eight weeks they remeasured, right? So it's not like you take this acutely and you're eating less. These are things we have to work and fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with DNF ten, what we're seeing is hunger control starting week one, and then over those eight weeks of use, modulation of key things like ghrelin and leptin is the activity and the mechanism of why we selected DNF-10 and dosed it at what we did. So it's not to say that we we cure your hunger, everything else is fixed. There's a lot of other things behind the cause of dysfunction. Mm. That's why there's other ingredients in it. But these peptides are playing a huge role. This is actually the second version of our formula. So the original version did not have the peptide component. Mm-hmm. And it still did really well. But with the rise of the GLP-1s, we felt a bigger need. And then when we read and saw the data of the DNF-10, we felt it was just a natural fit to enhance 
the impact that the formula can make. And I always tell our providers and our listeners, don't fall in love with anything we're doing because as data evolves, these formulations will continue to evolve to make mm-hmm. sure that what you're getting from Helgevity is matching the latest research that's available to us. So this is a perfect example. DNF 10, 500 milligrams, incredible data and impact that you're getting. And it's a major player, but still a role player in this bigger formulation that's Ignite Plus. Yeah, brilliant. And then you've got Mitoburn, um, which is going to help with ketone production. And will you tell me what, what is Mitoburn and Labeba or Elbeba? Oh, this is a big one. And so, uh, you know, looking at Albaba, it's coined the exercise mimicker. So we only produce Albaba during high-intensity workouts. It's a metabolite of alveoline. And we partner with the only company globally that has found a way to synthesize Albaba. It's trademarked. It's published. It um, At 500 milligrams, a significant dose. And so on days you're not working out, it's going to put your body in that state. And on days you are working out, it's augmenting the body's production of Albaba. And so that is critical for helping beige the fat we don't want, right? So the white mm-hmm. fat is going to beige it. It's going to also help drive the benefits associated with exercise. And so can I know many explain, of you. Can you explain oh, the beiging of the fat? Because people are really, what, 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 what? <laughs> so uh, we've got brown adipose tissue and we've got white adipose tissue. And so Brown and beige adipose tissue has more um, mitochondrial uh, more, more mitochondria in it, and therefore under the microscope it looks brown, and that's why they call it brown adipose tissue. And this is metabolically active tissue. So you're going to be when you do high intensity workouts, albaba is what you produce. This helps make more of that mitochondrial dense adipose tissue. Yeah, it, it's incredible. And the, the white fat is the fat that we have the hardest time losing. So to have ingredients that have been shown to impact the body's facilitation of beijing that white fat is incredible. It's it's the the tricky fat. It's the fat that doesn't seem to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know many of you are probably listening and saying, so does this mean I don't need to exercise anymore <laughs> if I take this? Um, Not quite. Uh, <laughs> lifestyle exercise that that is all the the backbone all these are literally what they are supplements but so, yeah. having said that you know when you've got older populations disabled people people coming back from surgeries you know athletes who can't train because they've got an injury that's when this sort of stuff can help you losing all your gains you know or prevent you from going further and there are a lot of people who cannot exercise at that high intensity level that we really advocate for all of its benefits. So this is for all of that population, something that they can at least positively influence. And especially getting back to who this formula is designed for, right? That's who also needs a little bit of a help, a little bit of assistance. Mm -hmm. And so adding the 500 milligrams of Albaba was a no brainer for us. This was one we were ecstatic to have and, um, we were the first company in the health practitioner space in the United States with many of these ingredients featured. Um, forget about dosing, just actually making these ingredients available through healthcare providers. So it was, uh, was, sure. was really excited to get this out, just knowing that the patient was waiting of who this can help. Yeah, absolutely awesome. And then you've got Inoslim, which is Astralagus and Panax Not Ginseng. Um, yes. Yep. 
Tell us about that. So this is another one, multiple human studies validating that it's increasing calories burned. It's decreasing calories taken in. So it's by doing that, by increasing adiponectin levels, increasing AMPK, increasing GLUT4, uh, and also decreasing glucose absorption, so helping dispose of glucose. So looking at all those incredible checkoffs, this formula at the right dose that the literature showed was another one that was a no-brainer for us to include it, is widening that net, right? So the DNF10, ghrelin, right, leptin, we, we then look at the albaba and what that's doing, and now we're getting into these other things where we're activating AMPK and we're activating adiponectin, increasing these levels that are very critical and, and underutilized and, and, and a big need for this patient population. And should this this product, just as an aside, um, be taken on empty stomach, morning, night, when when would this one be good? One, This is a formula that really tees up some dosing flexibility based on the main goals. If you are listening and your main goal is, I need to eat less, I need help controlling my hunger and cravings, and taking more at once prior to a meal is better. What we've received feedback from our providers is all three at once seems that people feel it, or you could do two in the morning and then one before your biggest meal. Mm-hmm. If your main goal is, if you're you know, wearing a glucose monitor or prediabetes and your main goal is to balance blood sugar, then splitting up the serving size of the three capsules, one before each major meal totaling three is another option and everybody's so different. So playing with how your body best responds is very important when it comes to maximizing Ignite Plus into your regimen. But it's not affected by food, no food. You can do it on an empty stomach. You can do it with food. It's not going to affect the absorption in any way. That's correct. And there's no stimulation behind any of the ingredients. So we're yeah, increasing brilliant. thermogenesis without stimulation, which is, is pretty profound. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, absorption not affected with or without food. Um, it's, again, w- what your body is needing at that time. And so just listening to how your body best responds is how to best introduce this into your protocol. Okay. And then the next one, Actiponin. How do you, um, why that one? Yeah, that, that was another ingredient that had publications on activating AMPK. Right. And then with, with uh, the trickle-down effect is, is weight loss, right? So what we saw is body composition. Um, a role player here, I would say, after you look at the other ingredients, it's it's effective, but probably not the, the main effectiveness. But I think in managing underlying or undertones, the act opponent was one that that scored high in in the need. Yep, and and you know I've done a deep dive into AMPK versus mTOR. Um, I've done a whole podcast and video um, on the YouTube channel. If anyone wants to dive into those key um, pathways and why they're important and why you want to be activating AMPK, um, and the next one is Glucovantage or dihydroberberine. I've been a fan of berberine for a long time. Been taking berberine myself for years, but this is like. Um, on steroids, basically, <laughs> for the want of a better <laughs> description. <laughs> it's the next generation berberine. So yeah. I, I've worked with some incredible companies who've offered you know, standard berberine for a long time. The research, there's, there's, you go into PubMed right now, there's no shortage of incredible impact that berberine makes. The biggest limitation for many is to get the dosing that is being used in these studies could cause some GI issue. Um, and so you need a lot more. 
And, and so in, in introducing dihydroberberine, so here's the benefits of why we chose dihydroberberine. Five times more bioavailable in the body than standard berberine, double the half-life, no GI issues. So berberine, when ingested, turns into dihydroberberine in our body. So we're mm -hmm. skipping the step. We're giving the body-ready form. And with that, we're seeing just tremendous changes and impact without needing the 1,500 milligrams that many are already taking of the original. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, and the doubling of a half-life as well, you know, that, that actually stays around in the body. So you've got only 200 milligrams in here, but that is actually times four. So that's more than what most people are taking. And then the last one that you've got is calorie burn, GP grains of paradise seed extract. Uh, and this was on perfect ratios of six, I don't know, ginger roll and uh, panna, panna, yeah. <laughs> you said. Yeah, this is another one that was really incredible to look at. So the study at 40 milligrams saw that the average person burned 100 calories a day with no lifestyle change. That's why we got to the 40 milligrams. So increasing metabolic rate, when we were talking about increasing thermogenesis without stimulation, this was what was responsible. It's activating metabolically active fat. So, you know, beijing a white fat that we were talking about some other ingredients mm -hmm. we're doing. Um, so this is in there. And the other ingredient too that we we didn't talk about, but could, you know, shouldn't be overlooked is is a trademarked form of bitter melon at 500 milligrams. And yeah. I mean, bitter melon is incredible for metabolic regulation. And so I think we just really, in a nice way, effectively talked and broke down every ingredient, why it's in here, and casting this net in our body to help, you know, cast the issue of the underlying root cause of metabolic dysfunction. Yeah. So if you're listening and and, and, and you're just, ready for, for change, this is definitely one of those formulas that are a different make. Yeah, for all maker. those new New Year's re resolution people who have like, this, weight, I'm, this year I'm going to lose weight, um, this would be the one to try because, you know, like, it's all good that we, you know, we need to – you know, as clinicians, you're always saying, you know, exercise more, eat less and, you know, do some intermittent fasting or do whatever. Um, but it's not always that easy. And there are mitigating factors why some people can't and shouldn't fast. And there are there are other problems that come in. And then when you're dealing with, you're never going to beat your um, cravings. You're, you're never going to overcome and you think you're weak. No, you're just, it's just the way that our bodies have developed to chase after high carb meals because we didn't have a lot back in the day and so on and so forth. And when then when you get dysregulation in your gut, microbiota, um, you know, um, dysbiosis and so on and so forth, you're going to get these cravings that are going to just overwhelm your willpower. And so by actually giving yourself these things to help get that process going, help get you metabolically act uh, more functional, and that just steps you back and gives you back maybe how you were 10 years ago before the metabolic dysregulation set in. And then you'll be able to pick it up with the willpower and the going to the gym and to the exercise and to the other things. But to go to people, you should just be exercising more and you should do this when they've got no hormones, their microbiome's out, they've got cravings up the wazoo, they've you know, been on the couch for the last 10 years. I mean, it's not going to happen that easily, is it? So we need to step people back and give them these support 
mechanisms of way of having a healthier life. And this is, you know, I, I think this is great because I, how many people do you know, Michael, who have done all the things that they were told to do and asked to do by their doctors, by their health professionals, by their trainers, and got nowhere, um, speaking from experience, I spent years as an ultra marathon runner, and the reason I started running long was to lose weight because I was a little bit chubby when I was young. And um, it, it, what I did was get fatter, <laughs> and I, you know, really struggled. I had inflammation up the wazoo because I was overtraining. I didn't understand all these processes. Now that I understand all these things, I can man, maintain my really low weight now. In fact, I've got to watch that I don't get too catabolic um, because I know how to manipulate these pathways. And it's nothing to do with 10 million miles of running training, which is what I used to do, you know. And so I'm very wow. passionate about people understanding that when they, they get control and their knowledge, when they build their knowledge up about how to manipulate your me metabolic health and how to keep yourself metabolically healthy, that they can, you know, really change their lives without having to calf kill yourself running around the planet, which is what I ended up doing, you know, <laughs> and causing more damage, by the way. <laughs> it's it's a great first step. If you're listening, you don't know where to start. Balancing blood sugar, re repairing metabolic dysfunction is a great place because unfortunately, this is a compounded issue where it could be the root cause of why you're fatigued, why you're not motivated. So this could be your spark plug that could then lead to bigger changes and the new you, the new evolution of you. Um, so if, if you're like so many and looking for that starting point for day one, this this could be one you tap into. Yeah, and, and because metabolic health is so, so complica complicated. You know, I've got women in menopause and people with thyroid issues and microbiome issues. They don't lose weight easily and, and giving them something that can actually, you know, get them on that road to better living and better health. And you're going to be more motivated to actually take the next steps yourself, which you, you will need to do at some point, you know. Um, Michael, you've been absolutely fabulous today. I could wrap it on for years to you because you're just a knowledge bomb of information. And I'd love to have you back on to talk some of the other amazing things. You know, we, we briefly touched on Parazanthin, which you've got coming out shortly, which was like, oh, that sounds very exciting too. But um, in the interest of time, and I better go and rescue my mum who's been sitting on the exercise cycle for over an hour. Um, <laughs> I better wrap it up. But Michael, any last words? And um, yeah, if people want to try these products, they now are in my shop down. We had a bit of a mission, didn't we, Michael, getting them down here, but we did. Um, I haven't got the entire range from Health Jeopardy. There's a lot more to come and hopefully we'll be able to get more in as we, as we uh, you know, move further forward. But Michael, what else would you like to leave the audience with? Are there any gems of wisdom that you want to impart before we wrap it up? Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we serve you, we're, we're the listener, and helping give you tools in your toolbox to help you be the best version of yourself, to put your body in the best position to naturally thrive. We hope you give our formulas an opportunity to play a role to help you. Uh, but please continue to reach out, listen to incredible podcasts like this one to give you the information, to be educated so you can be in the best path forward. And so excited to continue our discussion for part two. I'm grateful to have this time with you and your audience to introduce Healthevity and our mission and what we're here to do on a global 
setting. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michael. You're absolutely awesome. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review, and share with your friends. Head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatamati.com.